Oh, the buzz is over, Noah. The draft is done. We got like what six days till the rookie draft. How oh, are you feeling? Oh man, I'm excited. I am excited. Sounds yeah. like DeYoung's gonna have a little shindig. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 excited to see what kind of fiesta they have. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to have them on the Zoom call and just watch the chaos and ruckus go as people lose their mind and drink probably way too much. Because let's just be honest that that there's a good chance of that. Um, but yeah, yes no, or I'm, yes or yes or no? Does does Nathan Balcoma have a Jordan Love jersey yet? Oh, by ne- by next week draft time, Nathan will have a Jordan Love jersey. Will he wear that or the Lazard jersey to the draft? Maybe he does kind of like what he did with his profile picture, and he cuts oh them half and half. half. He cuts them yeah. both in half and then sews them together. Oh, nice. I know he's not that yep. talented, so maybe he finds someone to do, to do it. Um, yep. I mean, what does it say on the back then? Lovazard or Lazarov or? <laughs> I, I like Lazarov. Lazarov sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think you'll have one for sure. If if not, I'll be disappointed. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just freaking jacked. I'm so pumped. Uh, I picked the time I did where it's evening uh, just because I think that's going to be our best bet to, to get everybody. Um, those of you that are working, you guys should be off of work. If you get kids like you do, Noah, then your your kids should hopefully be in bed. Um, yep. As long as that goes well, the process. Um, I yeah. know. <laughs> Every night's a different battle. Yeah, no guarantees. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then for Laser Dude, it, it, I think it'll be around uh daytime for him so it should be an all right time for laser dude to join us as well um just because he's kind of opposite of us uh, might be early morning but not positive so hopefully with that time we should be able to get everybody and it's just four rounds i know we're both expecting a ton of trades um but i think we should get four rounds done in one day if not we can always do like the third and fourth round on saturday and it should yeah. be no, no harm, yeah. no foul. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm just I'm stoked. The first round of the draft, I guarantee there's going to be surprises. Um, we'll kind of just we'll kind of have to wait and see. I'm holding my breath. I bet it's going to get spicy. Oh, it's going to get spicy. I think I think Germany is six hours ahead of Eastern time. Only I'm six. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So it'd be nine hours ahead of you. Okay. So like right now, right now, then it's nine o'clock PM for him. Yep. Okay. Yep. I don't know where, where is he in the draft? He's at the two Oh one. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe by the time we get to that, it'll be early morning for him. We'll see. Yeah, you're right. It is. So. Uh, it is nine o'clock for him right now, um, which means five. We're rec- Ooh, that might we're be recording. Ba- yeah, that'll be early, early morning. Yeah, yeah. Probably should clarify. Recording this at three p.m. on Saturday, right now. <laughs> yeah, Eastern. Yeah, yeah Eastern. So yeah, I think. The best I think, time. I think we'll so. we'll probably get through the first round, and then uh, hopefully if he's an early riser. I think he is, and he'll wake up <coughs> being able to pick. 
Or maybe he just stays. Maybe he just stays up super late. Who knows? Yeah, I would do it. You know. Um, for today, Noah, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go over um, each roster quickly uh, and kind of look at the rosters uniquely and just see who won and lost, what players won and lost after the NFL draft. Um, because we know for some people, like we'll get to, to Nathan Bulkema, a guy like Alan Lazard, <laughs> I have no idea how, but Lazard is a huge winner because a huge winner. the Packers are mentally disabled and decided <laughs> not to draft a wide receiver, one of their biggest needs in one of the deepest wide receiver classes we have ever seen. <laughs> I have loved it because on Twitter, I just see Nathan and Dykstra just liking all of these tweets and all every single one of them is basically calling the Packer franchise mental and stupid <laughs> and a lot of other choice words that I usually don't say. Um, but yes. So are you ready to get into it? I'm ready to get into it. I just think it's so like, like me and you talked about, it's just so fun. The Jordan love thing is so interesting to me because you know, if he, like I said, if he's been a guy you've been seeing for a long time and you're just in love with him. Uh, no, uh, nothing. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> crickets. Then, you know, th- then so be it. You take him. But just the fact that they moved up to get him, it's just. Uh, my, it's my it's big, hard. Yeah. Rogers will never admit how he actually feels about it. That's that's the hard. That's the thing that sucks about all this. My my only bone of contention is if they were like an eight and eight team or nine and seven team or like a wild card team, okay, sure, sure I yeah, get it, I get it. Yeah. They were one game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, at thirteen and three in the regular season, like what the frick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, okay, uh, we're gonna start with Laser Dude. What do you think? Um, looking at his roster. Who is the who's one or two big winners from his roster? Um, I think Garoppolo is a big winner, um, because he gets another weapon in Ayuk, um, and they got uh, uh, Trent Williams from the from the Redskins to protect yep. him a little bit more. Um, that's crazy huge. deal. Yep, uh, that was definitely something I didn't expect during the draft, but. Um, I would say, uh, Golden Tate as well. Just take the two guys that I told you before this. Yeah, exactly. Flipping rat. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I would also say AJ Brown because I don't think the Titans. They did not take a wide out. Draft a wide receiver. Nope. Yeah, I'll just check on that. But no, they didn't. They just got Darrington Evans and a late round quarterback. Um, so he's a big winner. He's also a winner because. Um, they still have Tannehill and you know, something's going on with them too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. What I, do you think? I think the only ones I would add to that is I thought Ken and Drake was a decent winner. They didn't they they got Eno Benjamin in like the sixth or seventh round. Um and so he shouldn't he shouldn't really put up much of much of a fight. Um so I think he's a good winner. And then a little deeper, uh would probably be Marvin Jones and Hayden Hurst for me. Because uh, they didn't get any top end talent to compete against them, and those are going to be depth guys that I think Laser Dude's going to really need this season. I would disagree a little bit 
with um, Kenyon Drake. I, I wouldn't call Kenyon Drake a loser by any stretch, but um, I think Eno Benjamin is talented enough to um, to cut into his workload a little bit. You think Eno Benjamin's going to leapfrog Chase Edmonds? I think it's very possible. They, I think they, it's very possible. I think they drafted Chase Edmonds in the fourth, and he did well mm. with the with the job. It might have been later than that, even. Um, I just think was it seven? Well, no, Eno Eno was sixth or seventh, but Chase I thought was. Look at us. I don't I don't remember Chase. Probably fourth or fifth, if I had so, to guess. Yeah, Chase was in the middle of the fourth round. Okay. And so and yeah, Eno was late. I think it's very possible he could jump Chase Edmonds. Did you I'm not like saying him? he will, but did you like him? You know Benjamin. You know Benjamin. Yeah, yeah. I thought he did solid. So, um, I I, mean, I was I just, actually I was surprised he went that late in the draft too. To be honest, me too. Yeah. So I just I think he's good enough where it's possible he could um, fight for that backup job, and um, I think he could be a better pa- pass catcher than Kenyon Drake too. So that could affect things. But yeah, I could see it. We'll see. It's possible. Okay, and then uh, I'll go first on losers uh, because you stole mine. So I'm going to take the <laughs> obvious one, and that <laughs> is Mark Ingram. Uh, I, the Ravens are an explosive team, a great rushing team, lots of touchdowns to go around, and that's what made Mark Ingram so good last year. Uh, unfortunately for him, they drafted one of the top four running backs and a guy that fits fits that scheme pretty well. Um, and J.K. Dobbins. So Ingram is going to tumble, and if not this year, by next year, his value will have fallen off a cliff, um, which is kind of a bummer. If Laser Dude was planning on selling him, um, I think I think he's the big one. And then Jared Cook would probably be my secondary guy, where um, they they pretty much drafted uh, their replacement tight end with him. Uh, so I, yeah, so I don't think that he has too much more uh, in the tank for the Saints. Maybe this will be his last year. Very possible. Any other losers? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't. I would say Jimmy Graham. I, 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 I drafted <laughs> Cole Komet, baby. Jimmy Graham's done. I mean, you could laugh at this too because he kind of showed his true colors last year but Dante Pettis is definitely another loser because they just oh yeah continue yeah. to look other directions than him <laughs> yeah he's he's toast he's yeah toast. that's yeah. all right it, he, the only way he wouldn't be toast is if he kind of found a new life on a new team <laughs> yeah uh, so, I 100% agree that's yeah. that's like his dream right now is either to be dropped or traded yeah yeah which um, is unfortunate but yeah so I think that's good. We'll move on to Zach D. Young. The ugly stepbrother himself with three guys on IR that are no longer eligible. Um, I don't know how Rashad Penny isn't still eligible. He that kid's real hurt. Yeah. How is McKinnon? McKinnon should not be should be on IR until we see him playing on a field. Exactly. It's it's like it's like you're you're innocent until proven guilty. He's injured until proven healthy. That's basically yeah. how that kid lives. <laughs> Good night. Uh, he has some decisions to make. He has... As far as roster cuts. Yeah. Between the three guys on IR and his three picks, 
he's gonna have to make some tough choices here yeah sorry a little bit off the beat no there, no worries but... um what name a name a winner for you there's, uh... there's one obvious one for me don't think too hard <laughs> um i think kenny galladay is a big winner right i don't think they put any competition around him they they drafted i guess you could argue swift well, they drafted like quintez or something like that what's his name oh uh, yeah a third or fourth rounder didn't they yeah i think it was a fourth but, uh, but oh, I, it was a fifth rounder quintez, but i still cephas. think that guy's cephas will take um marvin jones spot before he takes galladay's yeah so i think he's still a winner well and just galladay did so well without stafford yeah so i think the big winner for me is miles sanders they did yeah not take a yeah. running back they picked up a guy uh undrafted guy um but for him yeah i think they picked up michael warren is the undrafted guy from cincinnati yeah. uh, which actually a lot of people were surprised it didn't go in the draft i was still, shocked yeah i was shocked yeah but yeah. to me, at, at minimum, that shows me that the Eagles put a lot of faith in Miles Sanders. Yep. Either that or they love Boston Scott, one of the two. That um, could be. Good thing he owns both of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Sanders is a massive winner. And then Matt Breda going from kind of that like three to four headed back backfield to um, – Splitting time evenly with Jordan Howard. I think that's a, a good spot for him. Yeah. Worst team, yeah, but more opportunity. Yep. Oh, and then Preston Williams, too. Miami. Oh, I thought Miami yeah. was going to draft a top-end wide receiver, and they did not. They uh, did so, not. So that definitely favors him and Mike Kosicki. Both of those guys are going to be good wide receiver options. Yeah. Dolphins did take a receiver, but not till the seventh round. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anything you want to add or do you want to go with losers? <sighs> no, I think, uh, I think we can go with losers yeah. now. Low key, like Terry McLaurin, Brandon cooks, Darius Slayton. Those guys are all looking good with not much competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. we kind of figured that they'd be fine um losers who's your who's your big loser give it Dude, to i'm me. taking amari cooper yeah there he is. i'm taking amari cooper there he that's is. a big loser to me i don't care about the con well i do care about the contract but i mean drafting cd lamb who's a stud even even if he is the number three for a little while behind Gallup, i mean that just adds to the the probability of more inconsistency for amari yep. cooper yep, yep yep i mean why would you not give cd lamb the ball with opportunity so i mean i just think it just adds more confusion for amari cooper who you know you could argue is his wide receiver one <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah that's a that's that's the one that stands out to me yeah i i agree i think and what i've been hearing so much is which is crazy like amari cooper they just paid 20 million a year uh and then uh gallup is a guy that's just kind of like he broke out last year and then they draft this new guy in CD, and it's like, okay, who's going to be cut? Like, who's going to be cut in a couple years or not, not re-signed? Is it going to be Gallup or Cooper? Like, CD's right. all, all of a sudden the man now. Um, and so I think, I think he, uh, he is a loser because they have basically the new future. 
Um, my other loser would probably be Rashad Penny. Um, for them to draft a guy in the fourth that is obviously right now a lot healthier than Penny in DJ Dallas. Yep. Um, I think that I think that, that just that just muddles up the backfield in Seattle more. When you yep. when you put a guy like DJ Dallas that can play, um, maybe not as elite as as Penny, but a lot healthier. And you know what? Healthy players play. So And uh, like you and I know the Seahawks it does not matter that Rashad Penny was a first rounder yep. a few years ago when he was drafted. That does not matter. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So I think that if, really hurts. If DJ Dallas looks a butt hair better than Penny in camp, he will be above Penny. I don't mm-hmm. think that'll happen, but um, yeah. I mean, like you said, more than likely it just muddies up the waters yep. for who, who's playing. So. And it just, yeah, it just makes it harder to stop, start because yeah. like when you knew if Carson was banged up and wasn't going to play – Oh, start Penny. Like he was a, a surefire. Now, even if Carson does go down, there's another guy there that can step up. Um, right. Like you'd probably prefer Penny, but then it's like, uh, does DJ Dallas? Yeah. He's yeah. not guaranteed anymore, which is kind right. of annoying. Um, the yeah. other one, which I don't know if you agree with this, is Austin Hooper to me. I think Austin hmm. Hooper's values goes down because they spent a decent high pick on, um, what was it, Harrison Bryant? And then. They, oh yeah, and then they picked up the fifth year contract, the fifth year option for uh, Njoku. Njoku, which and so, was really kind of mm-hmm. surprising. So it's, it's very odd to pick up a fifth year on, on a guy that you thought he was replacing, and then they spent a decently high pick on a talented receiving tight end in the draft. So well, and uh, that's the thing. It also I think is weird because they spent a fourth rounder on him. Um, so you know decent capital but another thing is is this was one of the very weak tight end class yeah so like it's one thing you know we had a deep wide receiver class if a team takes a wide receiver they didn't really need it you're like okay but maybe that's just they loved them it's rich yeah yeah, it's a rich class but it wasn't even a rich class so it's kind of surprising yeah and and fourth round is actually decent capital like george kittle was a oh yeah yeah right yeah so I'm I'm I just think it it puts more question marks Hooper's way, um, yep. Which is not what you want, but yeah. Um, number three we have TJ. I think uh, pre-draft obviously Watson's a loser because of no Hopkins. Um, <laughs> by the way, are you happy or <laughs> sad that Hopkins is now with the Cardinals since you're the Hopkins owner? Oh, fantasy wise, I'm very happy. Really? Um, yep, I'm very happy fantasy wise. I'm not like freaking out ecstatic, but I'm very happy. Um, so you think it's a better spot? Uh, not necessarily. Um, but I'm intrigued and I'm happy. I'm not disappointed whatsoever. But it's just as a Seahawks fan, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Okay. So TJ, what do you have his losers for him? You go first. Okay. I got two guys. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Um, he's definitely a loser for me because now they drafted Chase Claypool, which I thought was a little bit was a reach, but um, I'm not a huge Claypool fan. But they drafted him decently high and. Uh, talks instantly started coming out that 
it's going to be Claypool and Deontay Johnson as the future, and Juju is going to be let go at the end of this season. Um, and and I just – that just doesn't look good for a guy if, if he's not wanted. Um, and then the second second loser is, is, to me, a very obvious Alshon Jeffrey. Um, they basically signed his replacement in, in Rager and basically said, um, even though J.J.'s more Alshon Jeffrey's replacement, but with – with another high pick on a receiver, it's kind of a ticking time bomb for when Jeffrey's going to be gonzo. So um, this could probably be his last year with the Eagles. Yeah. Yep. I think <clears throat> I think a loser is Deshaun Watson. I mean, more so yeah. not draft-wise, but more so losing Hopkins. Mm-hmm. But also they they grabbed Isaiah Coulter. That's it. A wide receiver in the fifth round. Yeah. So, I mean, didn't give him much help. Um, you know, maybe David Johnson can help if he can recoup a little bit of what he was. But, I mean, they just got that guy. I don't know if they drafted any offensive linemen but, to protect him. But just overall, that guy's got to be like, what is going on? Then did you see the video of uh, Bill O'Brien, like, freaking out when the camera oh. was on him? Oh he yeah, he tried playing. Pissed it off, off at something. <laughs> yeah, they asked him about it, and he said that he was just playing around. And I'm like, I'm looking at, it, I'm like, dude, there is nothing about that that looks like <laughs> yeah. you're playing around. Normal people don't play like that. He's probably yelling at Bill Belichick's dog over the phone. <laughs> Return my reply. I I did a trade proposal. Come on, dog. <laughs> the camera flips. It's just his dog chewing on some treats. <laughs> Not enough, Bill. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Any any winners? I think low key Darius Geis is a loser as well. Um, just bringing in another running back with decent yeah. capital, it it just doesn't it muddies things up. Doesn't help. Um, oh, and then Ronald Jones. How do we skip that? Ronald oh. Jones is a huge loser. <laughs> huge loser. Yeah. You thought that he was gonna sneak away with uh with still being the main guy, and then Keyshawn Vaughn comes in there. And I feel Keyshawn, like I think he's going to take that job easily. Oh, really? I don't know if it'll be easily, but I do think he'll take the job. Oh, I think I think he so. is everything that uh, that Bruce Arians wants. Gorgeous. Yeah. Any winners? Uh, I mean, I I think CMC is a winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't draft a single offensive player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he'll definitely get the rock. Um, so. Yeah, that should be interesting, though, with a different head coach. But y- you'd think they, with a different head coach, they at least put somebody um, behind him in the draft, but they didn't. So I don't see how they use him as much this year. Like, when you give him a guy a big contract like that, I feel like they want to protect him and give him more of a break. So I'm I'm yeah. really curious to see how much they, they use him. I just wonder if they'll pick up one of these cheap guys that are still available. Like, um, do you think like a Devonte Freeman? No, I was thinking more of a um, like a Lamar Miller type. Oh, I can like see that. that. Yep, yep, yep. That'd be really something, nice. Something cheap, you know. Lamar Miller would be great because he can catch and he can run in the tackles. He's just not great. He's just a backup. But like, I think yeah, that's, that's yeah. a very great backup. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. call. Um, that's it. Other than that, uh, yeah. Tyler Boyd is no one's really in his spot, but T Higgins kind of makes that, that wide receiver core uh, more explosive and, and more mouths. So that might take from him. 
Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious, but I think I think overall, TJ's still in a in a really, really good spot with especially with his starters. Oh yeah, yep. Which is yep. which is what you what you want because there's a there's a couple teams we haven't gotten to where when you look at their starting roster. If it just it just hurts. It hurts. It feels bad, and I like I feel bad for them. Um, speaking of some some big winners, G Money, G Money definitely had some big winners. Dude, he needs to, he needed some good news. Yeah, and, and yeah, a good guy to have it have it happen. Um, for for winners, who do you got for G Money? You start again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, we can both agree Kyler Murray, but that was before the draft. Um, yeah. In my opinion, it, like running back was a really tough spot for him. And Todd Gurley and David Johnson both escaped with literally no competition. Um, so they, you have to be ecstatic to own Todd Gurley and Johnson now because it's it's going to be their backfield for this year at least. Um, I don't know yep. about going forward, but at least through – the 2020 season it's it's all them and i think todd Gurley's gonna gonna feast um and then calvin ridley no other real competition um so that's, that's what that's, i was gonna say that's good yeah. news for him as well uh yeah. outside of that probably tevin coleman right like yeah because y- you lose breda and so now it's yeah. just less guys in the backfield i think that just that just helps um anybody else or did i kind of steal it all yeah, you kind of covered it. You kind of covered it. I was gonna say Calvin Ridley, just yeah, know, less competition. So any any losers for him then? I think Hunter Renfro is a big loser. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, holy wide receivers going to Vegas. Yep. What is the deal? Because <laughs> he was a target so. monster when he was healthy last year, and so yep. you you lose all of that. And there's another tight end in there that in in Waller that we'll get to, where for both of them they were just loving all the targets. And now, like you said, with three guys coming in at decently high draft capital for two of them. Um, oh, absolutely. And, and like, and that's, like, that sucks. I mean, Ruggs is the speedster and they spent a first rounder on him. And Brian Edwards looks great. You know, people really love him. Um, Bowden though, seems like they're talking about just kind of using them in all different kind of ways or something. Yeah, I, I, uh, I honestly think that for NFL, he'll be exciting. I'm not sure about fantasy. But, yeah, he's going to be that jack-of-all-trades kind of guy that they're going to throw all over. He might spell oh, Josh Jacobs a little bit, too. Thank you for not calling him a Swiss Army knife. That drives me nuts when people say that. I don't know why. It just does. <laughs> you, you don't like the Swiss Army knife? I can't stand it. I don't even know why. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But like it does kind of fit, but like you you just hate does, how over, but, you hate how overused yeah, it is. Exactly. It's okay. Constantly. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm with you. Taysha t- Hill, Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Frick. <laughs> I love it. Um. Other losers? Any anybody else other than Hunter Renfro? Um. Not that stand out. Blake Jarwin um, for me. Okay, because he looked like the third receiving option, and and it looked like that was going to be a good spot to walk into, but now with CD there, why would they ever throw to Blake Jarwin when they have three elite guys to throw to? Right. I right. I just think I, that that hurts him. 
I actually do have one that's standing out now, and that's Paris Campbell, just because they got Michael Pittman Jr. in there. Yep. So that should be interesting to see what that competition looks oh, like. Oh, and then the other one if in his bench, which I don't know if he had high hopes for him, but Deshaun Hamilton just got kicked to mm. the curb. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Hello, practice squad. Yeah. Judy absolutely just stole his lunch money and his girl and everything else in between. Uh, oh, my. Okay, we're going that far. Yeah, we're, okay. no, like I'm, I'm dead serious. Like Hamilton is dead. Like he's done. It's over. I'm sorry, man. He needs, he needs to be cut and go to a different team to have any relevance. Um, there's no spot for him. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, Clay is our number five guy. I love it. He has three guys on IR that are no longer eligible. Please move them out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has nobody in his starting running back spot, and he has three open bench spots. So love it. The, <laughs> interesting strategy going on here. The mind games are real. Uh, <laughs> losers for Clay. Um, what do you think? Uh, I think uh, I don't know why this pops out because low on his bench but benny snell is a big loser with definitely them drafting anthony mcfarland who i Mm -hmm. think looks really really good um that'd be a big one for me i i think uh i don't know it's it's hard to call debo a loser i think he's okay Um, i I think he'll be okay but I, I, i i i was interested that they took Ayuk, so because it seems mm. like they have a lot of young receivers there maybe they weren't happy with how it looked in with the yeah. competition i don't know i think so um the only other loser i see is malcolm brown you were hoping that either he was gonna be the 1a or the 1b in la um with with uh darrell henderson but now it looks like he's probably going to be the three so mm-hmm. i th- i think that's a little tough because he looked like kind of like a sneaky bench guy to have on your team um so yeah you could argue a little bit tj yelled him too like he's probably not going to get any run in buffalo oh yeah with zach moss now i don't think yeah yeah Yeah. just because tj yeldon's a pass catching specialty guy and zach moss has plenty good hands um so if he's just an overall better running back it's over malcolm brown too his backups kind of got shredded (laughs) yeah as far as his bench guys oh yeah um which peyton barber in the oh no, he's in Washington now. I'm done. Which Sorry. still isn't great, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And with his draft capital, with two seconds there, um, I think he's gonna have to attack running back. He just he like Josh Jacobs is there, and then he doesn't have anybody in his running back two spot. And like we just said, the guys that had a maybe a slight chance of popping in there all got all got hurt. And so, mm-hmm. and, and buried by the draft. So it's going to be, it's going to be a rough one. Not going to lie. <laughs> um, winners, any, any winners for you or did we, yeah, we haven't gone over that yet for him. No, we haven't. Um, most of his starters, honestly, cause they didn't, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Most of his starters will be fine. Lamar. Um, he got some extra weapons there on, on wide receiver. Yep. And he got J.K. Dobbins, so I think Lamar's a big winner. Yeah, well, they got Devin Duvernay. Yep. I don't. Another Swiss Army knife. Oh, stop! 
You're going to be using that a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think it's just his starters are winners. A lot of his starters just didn't get a lot of competition. Tyler Higby, they drafted a, a tight end, but he's going to be fine. He got a new contract. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like it. No yep. one, no one to compete with a lot of those guys. There's nobody that I see that like really stands out that mm-hmm. got, you know, huge advantage from the draft. But just overall, like he didn't have anybody on his starters that their value just got killed. Yep, I agree. Uh, uh, who? What? My question is, who will be his number two running back? That, that's what I just said. We we just went over that, and oh. I said that that's where he's gonna have to probably draft someone because he's hurting. Clearly, I was paying attention. <laughs> Clearly, you cannot multitask. That is that is the second time I've brought in something up, and then you like a minute later you bring it you bring it up again. Hey, man, I can walk and pee at the same time. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> uh, let's move oh. on to my team. I got I was the sixth worst team, seventh best, whichever way you want to do it. Uh, no. Middle of the pack, terrible spot. Um, where where do you think let's start with i want i want to get my losers out of the way uh who's who's my big loser here i think singletary is yeah. definitely a loser with zach moss uh, coming in so bummed. Uh, <laughs> zach moss is a talented dude yeah um you know i definitely think he'll uh he'll make an impact as long as he's not injured so yeah yep um there's one other guy for me that i was bummed about not a starter. Oh, not a starter. Uh, I know you're not bummed out about Drew Locke. No. Uh, Heavens, was, no. Was it Fitzpatrick? No. I I, I knew Fitzpatrick was only going to be there one year. Running back. Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson's not a guy. Justin Jackson is, but yes. That okay. Is, that Justin is correct. Jackson. Justin Jackson okay. was the guy that I was really looking forward to. I knew that they liked him. Um, with Joshua Kelly coming in, but then Joshua Kelly coming in. I if if I had to bet money, I would think Justin Jackson kind of moves to the three, and Kelly moves to the two. Um, so that that was unfortunate because he was he was a guy that I wanted just for for solid depth. Um, but yeah, that one kind of hurt. Singletary was the big one though. Um, any other losers? For you. Any other losers for me? Um, I would argue. That Odell Beckham is a little bit of a loser, just for really? the fact of like, there's just there's some rumors swirling about him being traded. I know they said no, they're not, but like, I don't know, something doesn't feel right over there with him. When when does anything feel right with Odell Beckham recently? True, true. Name like one thing true. in the last three years that felt right with Odell Beckham <laughs> Jr. Good night. The He's... catch, man. The catch. Ah, <sighs> man. Yeah, I I'm I'm not too worried about him. I'm just he just needs the you, ball. You out. sound you sound fatigued by him. I am fatigued <laughs> by him, but I'm not worried. It, the difference, it's a thing. Where the, like That's this fine. is a do or die year. If he doesn't ball out, then he's gonna be labeled a guy that's over the hill and done. Like he's he's not gonna have the hype anymore. Um, so I I need him to do well this year. Really look really hoping, um, especially because I own him in two dynasty leagues, but. Holy nuts. Very stressful. Uh, winners. Who do you think were some winners for me? Um, I'd say Stefan Diggs is a winner. Um, yeah, boy. 
that's a big winner for me. I mean, they did take a guy in the fourth round, um, but I don't know. But but the it's, other weapons there are older, like Beasley and John Brown right. aren't super young. So yeah, there's a clear path there. Yeah, a young rookie that could actually maybe help him in a couple years. Yep. Yep. Um, I think Mark Andrews is a winner. They didn't really. Yep do anything drastic that's going to cut into his stuff i don't think mm-hmm. um and just everyone's staying there for the most part will help him too yeah um there's one guy that i was really worried about that i'm pumped is it joe mixon no i wasn't worried about joe mixon oh, okay okay christian kirk i was so <laughs> worried that they were going to spend a high high draft pick on a receiver there is like swirls and people on Twitter that were like praying that they took CD lamb with their first pick. Um, and if, and if they, if they spent a top three round pick on a guy, I would have been very concerned that, that Kirk was kind of either going to be shipped out or he would have been the wide receiver three. So I'm, I'm very, very pleased that it's just him and Hopkins now with Larry right. legend in the wings. Larry, Larry legend. <laughs> otherwise i think I th- uh i think marquise I think brown, brown is fine yeah yep yep both, both thought so um otherwise bench wise it's it, it's literally just my quarterbacks like baker mayfield and drew Locke are both massive winners this draft oh yeah baker mayfield not only did they go and sign um the tackle the right tackle from uh uh, the Titans, what's his name? Ty Conklin or Jack Conklin? Jack, Jack, Jack Conklin. Yeah, Jack, Jack Conklin. Conklin. But yeah. then they, I I lost it on the Zoom call with everybody when uh, when they got, uh, what's his name? The, the tackle from Alabama. Uh, oh, uh, Jedrick Willis. Willis. Yeah, Jedrick yeah. Willis. Willis, yeah. 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 Oh, Willis, oh. Willis. I could not believe he dropped a 10. I was so jacked. Um, so that was, because that's the big thing for Baker was he. He was running for his life like a scared five-year-old because he couldn't sit back there for more than two seconds without getting hit. Um, And then Drew Locke, like you said earlier, holy weapons. If he doesn't succeed this year, he's going to be done. Like, he's going to be out of the league. Oh, yeah. He's got everything that he could ever ever want. So, very, very happy. Yeah. All right. Um, Next up is, ooh, looking forward to this one, Uh, Bulkama. Nathan Bolkema, he he's one of those two teams where this was a, a little bit of a rough draft for him. Oh yeah, yeah. Where let's start positive with him. Let's. All right, yeah. Let's start positive. Character <laughs> is built through adversity. Yeah, it'll be all right. Well, who's a winner for him? Oh, uh, winner. Winner, chicken flipping dinner. Uh, gotta find this winner here. Uh, uh, needle in a haystack, am I right? <laughs> yeah. I, I think David Montgomery. Winner. Yeah. I'm gonna call him a loser just because. Well, because he is a loser. Bears. Yeah. <laughs> but, whoa, whoa. But, whoa. But, but he, went th- to, he went to Iowa State. That yeah. means he's good. Cyclones, baby. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think he's an obvious winner because 
like that was the guy that people worried about wouldn't wouldn't own a backfield next year and so for them to really not take anybody he gets a second crack at being the guy in chicago so i think the workload will be there even if he doesn't do much with it i think carson wentz is a big winner getting jamie rager yeah buddy yeah that's that's really good that's really good he needed some youth at that position i get out of here nelson aguilar hey The Raiders picked him up. The Raiders have so many wide receivers right now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They have so many wide receivers. Yep, that's Um, a packed room, kind of like the Seahawks tight end room. It's packed. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They drafted two more guys. What are you doing? (laughs) Dude, they're like, hey, there's a high chance that some of these guys are going to get hurt. We got backups for the backups for the backups. We're ready to go. Um, There is one more giant winner. You could say that he's cold-blooded. Um, who do you think it is? It is to my dismay. I can't believe it happened. Oh, is it Marquise Lee because he's in New England? No. Go farther no? down. No. Farther down. Is He's cold-blooded. Cyclone. Oh, there it is. Alan Lazard. Dude. Why why is he not in the starting lineup? I don't Oh, that is hypocrisy, Nathan. How Pokemon. is he not yeah. If you'd told me Alan Lazard was gonna be the wide receiver two for Green Bay, I would have been like, shut your mouth. How the heck does that happen? It happened. He's the wide receiver two. <sighs> the fact that yeah. Green Green Bay messed up so badly in the draft that <laughs> It actually worked out for Volkema and Alan Lazard. I can't believe it. Like the, he's got potential to to do some work there, which is nuts. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's have some fun. I'm sick of this crap. Uh, losers for <laughs> Volkema. <laughs> we had our vegetables. Let's get onto the real stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, is there a bigger loser than Carry On Johnson? Oh, 22 that years old, dude. Brutal. That is absolutely brutal i yeah Yeah, it's a feels bad um like he's still got potential like with with daryl bevel there like they're gonna want to run the ball a lot um and so like he still could get 10 carries a game like that eight that eight to 14 touches is a possibility um but man does does deandre does swift just kill him absolutely just crushes his soul which is not fun the thing is though is they they didn't even run the ball that much last year well okay did you see their offense yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then and then with stafford went down it it just it felt bad because people loaded the box on them because they weren't scared of any backup quarterback and then, yep. yeah, it just it got ugly fast for the Lions. Yeah, it was bad. I honestly don't anticipate them like being just a super high running team. I just don't. Just do, because do of you their think own, just because get, of their upper management. Do you think Carryon can get ten touches a game? Yeah, if he's healthy. Like, cause, if cause he's healthy, I, I'm looking at the beginning of the season with Matthew Stafford was there. He had uh, 18 touches, 14 touches, 21 touches, and then 28 touches. Mm-hmm. So, like, there is a chance that he could get that 10 touches a game, which um, he is explosive enough and talented enough to do something about it. But 
Yeah, that hurts. Um, Michael Gallup, he yep. ju- just traded him, just traded for him with me, and then uh, you get the freaking boss himself, CeeDee Lamb, going to the Dallas Cowboys. That That's not good. Sutton is somewhat of a loser. I don't think he's a huge loser, but I'm I'm mixed on that to be honest. Like yeah. I feel like his ceiling went down a little bit, but I feel like his floor actually went up because now there's more weapons to where he's gonna be able to get more one on ones. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of a catch twenty two of just basically how much does Drew Locke want to target him? Yep. Um yeah. Any yeah. other any other big losers? Tyrell Williams. <laughs> oh, see you later, son. Uh, and Nelson Aguilar. He has both of them. Yeah. They're they're kind of tostito. Uh, <laughs> Who's the bigger loser, Aguilar or Williams? Which one floats your penis? <laughs> I actually think Aguilar is more talented than Williams, so I think Williams is the biggest loser. Williams is way more talented. Aguilar needs to get out no, of here. No, Aguilar's better. Um, Whatever. A little side winner here, just to kind of We will a... argue who is the better wide receiver eight on the Raiders. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Disley. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rashad Perriman is low-key a winner here. Just to yeah. make it like a little bit of a sandwich, because I think yeah. I think him and Mims can both do well in that offense, and there really isn't anybody else other than that. Crowder will be in the slot, so I think on three wide receiver sets, which they're going to run a lot, I think Perriman's going to be fine. Yeah, which is nuts. Perriman has bounced around so much. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this will be the spot. Um, Zach Viss comes up at number eight for us. Holy smokes! I just looked at his first player, and I was, and I just was like, "Cha-ching, biggest winner of all time." Dak Prescott. Holy nuts! Big, big winner. If I, I know some people were tried to trade for him, uh, before the draft, and it was like really close, but they couldn't get the price right. I think it was, I think it was Bolkema actually, trying to trade for him, but the price couldn't, couldn't happen. Now you're wishing you paid that little bit extra because Dak Prescott looks like the safest QB for a long time. Yep. Oh my gosh. Um, other winners, I think Thomas and Devonte Adams, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Both of those yeah. guys are, are winners, huge winners. Who would have thought Devonte Adams would be a big winner. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, DK Metcalf is, is obviously there. What, what's your opinion on Keenan Allen? Do you think he's a winner or a loser by having a rookie quarterback? I think he's a winner. Do you? I think he's. A, I do, and not because I think he's gonna just blow up and be great, but just Philip Rivers was terrible last year. He was terrible. Yeah. Try something new, you know. Mm-hmm. If it Phil- doesn't work, Philip Rivers is leading the Colts to the AFC Championship. There is a better chance of succeeding, not just this year, but the next few years, with Justin Herbert than Philip Rivers. I agree and with the long Phillip- term. Yeah. Yeah, long term. So and. This is a dynasty league, right? So that's that's why I say he's a little bit of a winner. But yep. yeah, but he's just barely tilted toward that side. <laughs> yep, for sure. So yeah, his running backs had completely opposite drafts. Where uh, Fournette is a winner, no one went there. So it's his backfield once again. They're gonna probably use the crap out of him this year and then let him go. Uh, and then Chris Carson's a loser because, like we said with Penny. DJ Dallas is just a guy that's going to muddle things up. Um, 
So it's not yeah. it's not going to help him. Carson's less of a loser than Penny is, though. Yes, agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damian Williams is definitely a loser. <laughs> according to the GM, he is not. But uh, according Whatever. to everybody else in the world, he is. Talk is the cheapest when it comes to NFL GMs. Holy balls! <laughs> yeah, or or if you're Pete Carroll talking about an injury. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ah, oh, that guy's uh, 100%. He's good to go. And he's on IR. Two uh, hours before the game. Yeah, he's not going to suit up today. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, cool. Cool. Or you're at the game. Oh, sweet. No, that's good. Yep. Didn't just come here to watch him. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's like when I went to the Titans game and, you know, four hours before the game. Derrick Henry's not suiting up today. Nice. Nice. <laughs> you were so nice. bummed about that. He that was the only game he didn't play, the only game he didn't play last year the was week sixteen, year. and that was the game I was at. <sighs> Sons and daughters, <laughs> it was still a great game. It was still a great game. <sighs> yeah, that's what I wanted to see. Dion Lewis get wrecked all game. Yeah, that was cool. Dion Lewis is Frick. not good. Um, I did get to see AJ Brown do a do long beast touchdown mode. run. Beast so that mode. was awesome. But yeah, sorry. Um, sorry. Other winners, uh, Jordan Howard is a huge. Yeah. Who would have thunk? I don't think there was a single mock drafter that predicted Miami not taking one of the elite running backs. Yeah. Like everybody had them using their third pick in the first round, which is like in the mid 20s or whatever, to be one of the top running backs. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. Um,. Outside of that, Jamal Williams is probably a loser. Jamal Williams, yeah, definitely a loser. I think he's better than A.J. Dillon, but it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what the Packers think. Yep. Greg Ward is also a loser because he was actually looking decent last year. but I think he's done now. Yeah. I don't know if he's done. They'll probably keep him as a... Just an extra, but done for yeah. like fantasy. I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I think yep. that just I hurts him really badly. Um, is Devin Funches a winner? <laughs> dude, he has. Uh, I Devin Funches. How? <laughs> dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm I'm projecting it. Devin Funches has eight touchdowns this year. What? Uh dude. Did you see how much they targeted Jimmy Graham last year and how yeah, just true. worthless Jimmy Graham was, but they targeted him <laughs> because he was big. And, and oh, by the way, a little side note, I cannot believe the funniest thing is when Jimmy Graham, it was for the game, the end of the game, there's like 10 seconds left in the fourth, and Rodgers was running around sprinting for his life, threw a dime to Jimmy Graham, and instead of going up for two hands, which he could have, he tried to catch it one-handed in the back of the end zone and dropped it. And Rodgers ripped a strip off of him. Like, he was so angry that he went up for, for with one. Um, so, if Devin Funches can go up with two hands this year, eight touchdowns. I'm calling it. And, by the way, Bulkama and Dykstra, Jimmy Graham was short, and you know it. He was short in that divisional game. He 100%. Was he was Short. Noah, I had erased that. You from know my it. We know it. I had erased <laughs> it from the memory. Why did you bring it up? Sorry, bro. Sorry. Oh, the tears. Um, yeah, yep. I think I think we nailed it though with uh, with Viz's team. I'm actually. I mean, they like, went to, he's gonna be to really happy. Yeah. They went to. Sorry. 
he he's got to be he's got to be really happy with how the draft worked out for his team for the most part. Mostly winners. They went they went to San Francisco and got destroyed. Okay, and we played two tight games with the Niners. Just saying. And, and we beat them in San Francisco, so probably would have been a better game. So. Yeah, a better team, better game. Um, sorry, sorry. No sorry, one's sorry. salty. Speaking of Dykstra, he's up next. I think I'm I'm quickly taking a gander at his team. I think short-term, he's got a lot of wins. I think long-term, he's got a few a few more losses, um, especially more at, more at depth pieces. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I guess... Can we, just, can we just start with the elephant in the room? Aaron Rodgers is a big, fat loser. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I was just talking crap about the Packers, like, I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. Like... Dude uh big fat loser he like it, you know he's a big fat loser when i'm projecting funches to get eight touchdowns for him that's that means that there's nothing there you gotta think that he's talking to matt lafleur like bro i got mccarthy out of here because we just weren't vibing okay w- what's going on in the draft room dude <laughs> like are, are you are you advocating for getting you know a wide receiver in this wide receiver rich draft? Uh, what, what's go What's going on? <laughs> oh gosh, I can't believe it. I cannot believe yeah. it. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll start with some winners then. Um, I think Nick Chubb and Kamara are both winners. Uh, Absolutely. Cleveland just bolstering the offensive line. They're going to run the ball, and Chubb is going to feast. Uh, he's going to have a fantastic year. Camara, no more competition for him. He's fine. Extra receiver, like just he's good. He's good to go. Um, DJ Chark is fine, and Chris Godwin. I think both of their futures are set. Hunter Henry's good. Um, any other big winners for you? Mm. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins is a is a winner. I think. They, they I think spent... Le'Veon Bell's Le'Veon Bell's a winner too. Really? Yeah. I I think this. I'm not worried about Lamichael Pirine. I I think he falls under the category of what a lot of guys do coming up, and that is, for this year they're good, but for the future it might be bad. Um, yeah, maybe. And I think because I think I wouldn't be surprised if Bell got traded or cut after this year. Yeah, I just don't see production wise. I don't see him getting like a lot worse than yeah. he did last year. I like, agree. Yeah, he's been unimpressive as far as how they've used him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really think it's a talent issue very much, but I, but I, he is kind of a winner because they they drafted Beckton at eleven. They got a great deal on him for tackle. Yes, that dude is massive. Holy dude, watching him play basketball, oh like goodness. in pads, it's like man, he's big, but like everybody looks big in pads. You see him on a basketball court with a tight jersey on. Holy crap, <laughs> that's that's insane. one of those. That's one of those when you're like on the high school team and you show up to the gym and like the other teams, you know, doing their like pregame workouts and you see that guy and you're like, for the love of God, why? <laughs> I call why? not playing the five today. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm playing the four. Someone else uh, make him. Oh, <laughs> call your mom and dad. Don't come to the game, <laughs> please. And if you do come, bring some bandages in like uh, an ice pack because I'm gonna need it. I got some elbows coming my way. Holy nuts. Um, I think Jameson Crowder is a winner sneakily. I think 
Yeah. Mims is yeah. a good outside guy, so it's just going to free up more space for Crowder to work the slot. Um, Sonny Michelle's looking fine. The the big the big losers to me, uh, Gus Edwards, obviously. Yep. Um, and then I actually think um, Cooper Cup and Adam Thielen. And those are the two guys <laughs> that I think for maybe not this year, but for next year, they're both going to lose value. Especially uh, Thielen. I'm not sure about Thielen that. more than Cup because I think Justin Jefferson literally plays Adam Thielen's spot. Um, I don't I don't think they complement each other super well. So Thielen's probably going to have to move to the outside, which he's not as good at. Um, Cooper Cup, I was really high on him because he was splitting time with Cooks and they got rid of Cooks. But um, I don't think spent- this. I don't think this year Van Jefferson's going to do anything. But he's got the potential to maybe step up. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I didn't think Van Jess Van Jefferson was like a second round talent. I thought he was like more of a third or fourth. But I agree with I that mean, one a hundred percent. Yeah, so that kind of surprised me. A little didn't bit, yeah? But. Van Jefferson went ahead of Denzel Mims. Yeah, that yep. blew my mind. Couldn't believe it. Yep, yep. I did not think he was in that tier even. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But, yeah. Um, ah, we're getting to the rough part now. We got freaking Lickles back to back. Noah, you're yeah. up first. Um, you're in that you're in that Bulkama boat where. Thanks, man. Dra- Appreciate that. The draft was not friendly to you. I know. Let's start. Do you want? Where do you want to start with? Winners or losers? Losers. You. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get the pain out of the way yeah <laughs> well let's just say your running backs are a big pile of losers um, Yay! especially like what hurts what hurts the most as the songs would say um what hurts the most <laughs> you got it um, that care makers is kicking me in the balls. It's it's like Zeke was a great a great pickup. I really liked it. But you traded Austin Eckler and you traded uh, Mostert for him. And yep. I thought those and Mostert two, was a winner. Damn man. Yeah. I and and both Mostert and Eckler were winners in my opinion. And yeah. that's what sucks is is you just you just kind of traded the wrong guys away. I just um, love my brother. You know, I gave him to Drake, and that's why I did it. So <laughs> because, I anticipated what happened in the draft, and I thought, hey, you know. Aaron Jones on paper's a loser. I think he's fine because I think he's way better than A.J. Dillon. Thank you. Thank um, you. Aaron th- Jones will be fine. I think he's fine. But freaking Marlon Mack and Daryl Henderson, or if you watch the footballers, my favorite nickname, Darnell Anderson. Um, they are both toast like i think absolutely wrecked absolutely wrecked i i'm gonna be honest jonathan taylor of the colts absolutely shocked me and i was so upset did did that shock you it did it shocked me oh because you weren't on the zoom call for day two correct and we were all predicting it it. yeah it, it that shocked me it it didn't surprise me that they took a running back that didn't surprise me i just thought that Marlon Mack was really good and he was good enough where they're not going to take, you know, arguably the best running back in the class in a fairly rich class. That that's what shocked me. Well, Um, because Marlon, Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines, they complemented each other. 
Yeah. But then yeah. Taylor comes in, and it's very obvious of the two which one he takes over. He's not taking over for Naeem Hines. He is completely sitting on the face of Marlon Mack and just yeah. ripping a new one. Yeah, and I, I, I think Marlon Mack will be the lead back, but it could be that thing like within two games, it's the Jonathan Taylor show, and it's going to suck. Yeah, so. it'll, you're, you're thinking it'll be like a Nick Chubb scenario where Carlos hides in front of him as the vet, and then they realize real quick, hey, this Nick Chubb guy is much better. It's very possible. I just I just think that, like, I mean, Marlon Mack has always been a guy that I've been higher on than everyone else in the leagues I'm in. And I just think he's way better than people think he is. But, I mean, doesn't matter now. <laughs> but but you think that Taylor's way better. Yes. And, I, but yeah. that's the, yeah, that's the sucky part. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It, it's a big loser, so. Uh, and freaking Cam Akers, man. <laughs> Uh, Daryl Henderson has never gotten a shot. Uh, I think he got a couple games as the lead guy. Yeah, and he looked pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I I'm looking. The most he ever got snap percentage was 48, so that's not lead. I just, I just don't, I don't buy the fact because you know they're like, well, you know, as soon as they could take Daryl Henderson out and put Malcolm Brown back in, they did. But that doesn't mean Malcolm Brown is better than Daryl Henderson. I don't think he is. <laughs> Yeah, so, but, I mean, yeah, and I just feel like Cam Akers can be so good. <laughs> I mean, he was so good behind one of the worst offensive lines in, the worst. in, in football. The worst in college offensive football. line yeah. in college football. Yeah, so the fact that he was that good, it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Um. and then one more loser would be Josh Reynolds. I thought... Yeah. Everybody was kind of starting to get back on the hype train. He was going to be the number three there, um, which definitely has value. But then, like we said, even though we think it's a little bit of a reach, they spent a top-tier second-round draft pick on... On another Josh Reynolds. On another (laughs) Josh Reynolds, yeah. So I think that just... That really hurt him as well. Um, Yeah. Which... Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, you, you want to talk some positives now? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's talk some positives. Patrick Mahomes. Um, they could have taken yeah. they could have taken any running back, and like if they took Jonathan Taylor, I actually wouldn't have been super pumped for Patrick Mahomes because Jonathan Taylor wants to run the ball in, but they took right. they took Clyde, and Clyde wants to catch the ball and run it in which helps yes. Patrick Mahomes. So you added the best pass-catching running back in the class, hands down bar none, which is only going to help Mahomes. Um, I think that's going to be freaking lethal. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's gorgeous. Watching the faces of people that hate the Chiefs, when they drafted Clyde, everybody just melted the hate of the Chiefs because they knew it's over. Um, yep. Yeah, so I think that's a big win. DeAndre Hopkins... Like I said for Christian Kirk, they didn't draft an elite guy, which just means Hopkins is the guy. No questions asked. He's the future. Um, yep. So he's going to feast. Uh, and then Derek Carr, actually. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We talked about it. They got 19,000 wide receivers now. Yep. One of them's got to be able to catch. And who else is a winner right below Derek Carr? <laughs> I I yeah didn't... <laughs> yeah my boy Jarrett Stidham. 
give him the rock. I uh, oh man, I don't think it's gonna be the case when the season. Shut starts. up, Shetty. My boy, shut up. the Red Rifle. No, Andy Dalton. No, Andrew Dalton. Nope. The kids who know him from from years past. He's coming nope. in. And he's going to lead the New England Patriots to another Super Bowl. No. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. It's Jarrett Stidham. Oh, man. That's my dream is Andy Dalton coming in there and dominating. Uh. <sighs> I, I, If yeah. they go with Jarrett Stidham, I honestly believe they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Oh, could be. <laughs> But there's still a chance that they could do really well. That defense is good. Um, yep. Any other winners for you that you were happy with? Honestly, somebody who I think still could be good, but he definitely has to prove it, is Miles Gaskin. Um, he has an opportunity, again, to prove if he wants some kind of usage. You know, yeah. So, I mean, it's a shot in the dark, right? But... Um, yeah, he's probably have he's to the running back it, three but, on the team, but injuries can yep. happen. Matt Barreda is literally injured every game, so yep. there's going to be opportunity. Yep. yep, and I mean, I think his ceiling, I mean, is probably like a Daryl like Henderson a third down. <laughs> Stop! Stop! Is <laughs> like a third down back type deal, but you know, but it, I hate you. <laughs> that was so mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's have some more fun let's stop let's stop with this negativity let's go Uh, to drake okay let's go to the freaking ginger speaking of a red rifle seriously more like a what like a a red squirt gun like a toothpick (laughs) dipped in ketchup (laughs) 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 Uh, i love it um (laughs) let's start with winners because let's get the freaking crap out of the way and let's let's just beat his team down um where, who do you got as a winner for him? Austin Eckler's a winner. Yep. Yep. Big Definitely. winner there. Um, Derrick Henry. Yep. They they drafted a Deion Lewis replacement. Nothing for him. Yep. Raheem Mostert. Gosh. Yeah, Raheem Mostert's a huge winner. The Damn offensive it. line gets better, and they brought in more receiving weapons, but got less of people in the backfield to to compete with for him. He's going to be a beast. Yep. <laughs> what a life. Um let's let's talk about winner for just the player. Jameis Winston is a winner for going to New Orleans. I 100% love that. I think he's love a winner for that. fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Like for two scenarios, one even if he has to wait a year and he goes back to the Saints, they like him. Dude, that's a freaking great spot. But if Drew, Drew oh Brees, gosh. which I'm not knocking on wood, if Drew Brees goes down, um, he'll have fantastic value right away. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I I think that that's great news for him. Uh, otherwise, all of his starters, for the most part, aren't really affected. Uh, I think they're okay. I think they're safe. Uh, losers now. I said we're going to have some fun and do some losers, but does he have very many losers? Jacoby Brissett, but that was not with the draft. That was just with Philip Rivers. I mean, I guess you could maybe a little bit Robert Woods, kind of. I, I don't know. But, like, I don't even think so. Like, not really this year for sure. 
Yeah, not this year. Yeah, like um, freaking Drake. How does he escape with no losers? I know. Frick. I love how it's Devonta Freeman still on the block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the only guy for me would be Miles Boykin. Was that yeah. was that was kind of a guy? I guess he was probably hoping to to step up and do something. Darwin uh, Thompson, I would classify him as a loser. Darwin Thompson was the guy that a lot of people were hyped on at the beginning of last year, and now he's done because yeah. he's a small guy that they were thinking was going to be more of a scat back. Well, you just drafted one of the best scat backs we've ever seen, so uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think he's done. Uh, Willie Sneed's done. Yeah, I he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of guys on his bench that the draft really mattered because they were either not going to matter because they weren't good or they were safe. So, yep. Yeah. Frick. That sucks. We can't. (laughs) (laughs) Drake actually has a good team. Dang it. (laughs) And, and Drake has two first round picks. They're, they're later first, but two first round picks is a good spot for him. Um, I'm curious to see if he trades up, but I don't think, he will i think he's gonna stay there um drake's not really an aggressive trader in in history at least yeah not not all the time but yeah um okay we got the champ champ jay cozier still don't know what he looks like still don't know what he looks like still don't know all i know is his name is james but james we don't know um too much about you Let's start with some winners. Who do you got for a winner? Saquon Barkley's a winner because they didn't I don't think they drafted any like skill players, did they? No, they, they, no, they drafted an offensive lineman at number four. Yeah, that was it. Yep. So that that the, helps the, them. The guy from Georgia. Yep. Um Julio Jones is a winner. There's one guy that's um, a huge winner that he got so lucky with. I, I think James Conner's a huge winner for what potentially could have happened. I know really? I know me and you both like McFarland a lot. Yep. Um so like it does hurt him. But people were projecting the Pittsburgh Steelers to draft a guy in the first two for sure three rounds. Oh, okay. I could um, see that. Like like a lot of people were thinking J.K. Dobbins was gonna go there. And if J.K. Dobbins went right. there, oh well James Conner's value just goes in the trash. Um Yeah. So at least he's got he's got hope. Right. I could see that. Uh other other big winners, a lot of his top end guys are, are fine, they're safe. Um, yeah, I don't see any like Melvin Gordon, big I think is winners. With all those receivers on the outside now, like you cannot stack the box against him. Yep. I think that's I think awesome. You could you could argue John Ross is a little bit of a winner. He just gets opportunity with a different quarterback now. Yep. I mean a guy that can you know. throw it. Because right now, John Ross has nothing to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, especially with T. Higgins being there, like, people are going to write him off. So, yep. And I think that usually helps people if they got. Well, and, and T. Higgins lose, is so. such a different player than him, right? He, T. Higgins right. Is, is the guy that I think is the biggest loser, and that's A.J. Green. Because yep. T. Higgins is literally A.J. Green, just maybe not as good, but we'll have to wait and see for that. Yep. Uh, Sam Darnold's a big winner. They got offensive line and they got receivers for him. Um, like it, it can't be as bad as last year. 
Like hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully he doesn't get mono, and hopefully his team doesn't absolutely suck. <laughs> so the the best news of all would be if they got rid of the head coach, freaking butthole beehole himself, Adam Gase. Seriously, that would oh be the goodness. best. That'd be awesome. Um, Devontae Parker is another huge winner for me. Yep. He's yep he absolutely. Is, he is the one for that team. Yep. And there's there's no question about it. So I think that's fantastic. Like the fact that he got him for free is just uh uh still still I'm upset about that one. Uh and then we'll finish off with some losers, Noah. We said, I mean, well, we, I was we gonna I was gonna Green. call James I was gonna call James Conner a loser because I like McFarland, but Yeah. I actually didn't mind your logic behind it, so I, I think I think he's a winner of the fact of what could have happened, but right. I think his value is a loser for what it was last year. Yep. So I agree with you. Um, Philip Rivers okay. a little bit to me, to be honest. Yeah, I, I would say I would say Darren Waller would be a loser. Holy yes. With. All the weapons there, and he's, like he's not a touchdown guy. He's a yeah. He needs he needs a lot of targets. Yeah, and his value is kind of based on whether, um, what's his face, white boy in the slot, Hunter uh, Renfro. Hunter Renfro. He's based on kind of if Renfro was healthy or not. You know, his touches would go up if he was out. And now it's just yeah, muddy waters. Yeah, the reason why I say Philip Rivers is a loser, although he got Michael Pittman, which I think is fantastic for him. Um, I actually think Jonathan Taylor hurts him because when they get in the red zone with that offensive line, they want to run the ball. <laughs> do you think they want Philip Rivers throwing 30 interceptions again? No. Or do you think they're going to trust Jonathan Taylor with that offensive line to pound it in? Like, I, I don't think it's a question. Um, so I, I, I really think- thought, I really thought they might and try and sign Jameis. I was actually, I thought that might happen. Well, they they went for the other guy that throws picks. <laughs> it, was, it was a one-two punch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, outside of that, I think. Uh, yeah, like, I think like there's just like the obvious guys like um, Adrian Peterson's a loser, Cole Beasley, that kind of stuff. Um, Sammy Watkins is a winner. I don't know how he's still around, but he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I think that wraps it up. We got six days until the rookie draft, which I am stoked about. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. One thing. What was the one thing that I said that I needed to talk about? Um, oh, it was why we do the rookie draft so so early. Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. A. Yes most dynasty leagues do the rookie draft early. Like when you see on Twitter and on, on Facebook groups and stuff like that, like that's just the way it is. Um, but B, I actually, I actually think it's, it is best. If you wait till August, so many things change. And for those of us that actually scout out talent and, and we do a lot of work in that, that capacity, um, the longer we wait, the, the less of an advantage our work does. Um, I think it, I think it helps people like me that that watch a lot of film and we're excited and we're ready to go and we know the guys that we like and we want and uh and that helps us more. Um what do you think, Noah? Yeah, I mean you're spot on. I, I just think it um 
you know, it, it's it's one of those. It's a huge separation from redraft, and it's tough when people all they know is redraft um, to come and do it so early. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I think it just highlights the skill and fun of looking at these guys and saying, you know, these are the guys we want. So there's also been, you know, a big movement toward um, dra- dynasty drafts drafting before the NFL yes. draft. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I am but, so um, intrigued by that. I know you are. I know. I, I don't think I'm quite there yet, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think, I don't think I would make that switch. Uh, I'm still too nervous about it, but it is picking up traction to do your rookie draft before the NFL draft. And, and once again, the two things are what I kind of said earlier, guys that do their homework and, and they, they believe in certain guys that they'll be drafted high. Um, it pays off because then they get to see those those picks that they reached on come to fruition. But then the second one, and this is honestly the only reason why I would really love it, is it makes the NFL draft so stinking exciting. Holy crap, it makes it exciting. Um, like, if you were on the Zoom call, uh, I unfortunately I missed the second big surprise, but like watching those Packer fans in Dykstra and Bulkama lose their mind when Jordan Love got picked and then lose their mind again when A.J. Dillon got picked. That's what the whole draft would be. Any guy, yeah. any guy that is drafted in our rookie draft, people are going to lose their minds because of where they land. Um, but like you said, I think that is, that's a little bit of a jump. I don't know if, if we're there yet. Well, in Dynasty kind of, it mimics more of, you know, actually owning a team, right? Like mm-hmm. you're only acquiring rookies through the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, like there's the argument, well, we don't know what's going to happen in camp. We don't know injuries. Well, that's kind of the point to me of it's kind of the fun of like owning your actual team and players being carried over every year is that like, for instance, you took Geis, right? Well, then yeah. he had major injury problems. Well, you had to adjust to that. And that was part of your strategy was adjusting to his injuries. And that's kind of part of Dynasty is you have them for the long haul, so you have to adjust to the bumps in the road. So it's, to me, it's kind of like once the once they're acquired by their own NFL teams, kind of what are we waiting for really when it comes to our rookie draft? Yeah. Like that's that's the last ball to drop is them being acquired by their team. So now to, to me, it, it would have been – a little pointless to wait until um you know late summer or early fall um also because like all of us are in redraft leagues too probably somewhere um or just other types of leagues and so it's nice that dynasty kind of has its own window like you know if you're in a dynasty league you're probably going to draft within a month or two um you know before or after the nfl draft so and like you said like and it, it, it could really affect it like in injuries would make a huge difference in the rookie draft. Say, say uh, Amari Cooper gets a a year, like he ter- he tears his ACL in camp. Well, now CD Lamb looks like an absolute stallion at at that spot, and and he looks like a, like he gets a huge bump. Um, or Cam Akers, like Cam Akers, some people are kind of all over because they're not sure if he's going to be in a timeshare. Well, let's say Daryl Henderson tears his ACL. 
Cam Akers all of a sudden becomes the guy, and he's got huge potential. Um, so right. that, that's one thing I don't like. Um, I don't like the like waiting for that and um, and having it adjust the board so much when it when I don't think right. it should. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, Hulky Pizza, one hour twenty minutes. I think uh, I think we tackled it. I'm looking forward to six more days, and then the magic happens. Um, oh, Noah, get your great. notebook, get your pen ready, because it's going I'd, down. Yeah, I'll be fo- we'll be following it. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, anything uh, else you'd like to say? Um, no, I think that's uh, about that's pretty it much it. Katie, well, uh, enjoy your weekend. I know you're back to work. Uh, everybody, stay safe. Don't go too crazy, and uh, we will see you guys next Friday. Adios. See ya.